The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. When we heed the call and say yes to live from the truth of our hearts, we accept the invitation to deeply relax, trust, and let go of fear, control, struggle, suffering, and separation. Now, here is your host, Sandy Goldstone. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this week's episode of Sounds of the Heart. As your host, I am delighted to have your beautiful presence and heart's vibration join with mine. As we listen, share and explore in this hour together, I invite us all to join together as one conscious global heart as we take a deep breath in and relax out with a sound. Ah, to gently ground our being in calm stillness, meeting ourselves in love, as love, what we always are now. Ah, And it's so wonderful to feel our hearts become part of the one unified field of love through the breath. Thank you so much for joining me again today. And it gives me great pleasure and delight to introduce my beautiful friend, Monica McTaggart. Monica is an enthusiastic, experienced musician, clinician, composer, arts administrator, and independent music teacher of piano, brass, handbells, and recorder. She also is a sound catalyst and enjoys giving sound meditation and relaxation sessions using song and sound, incorporating voice and a wide variety of instruments. She currently plays solo as Celestial Sounds in Agape Flow, a duo of Charles Snell's Mathalot and in Lotus Heart, a six-member band. Monica is the Western Australian representative of the Handbell Society of Australia an international clinician and conductor. She is the founder and music director of Bells West, directing its three handbell, hand chime groups. In addition to her piano teaching and handbell work, she has been a recorder instructor for many local and national camps conferences and is a past president of the Recorder and Early Music Society of Western Australia. Monica studied recorder with Eva Lagine at the Early Music Institute, Indiana University in the United States. Welcome, beloved Monica. It's so wonderful to have you join with us today on Sounds of the Heart. Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. So for some people, there's a moment in time when they realize that 
you know, music is their soul's calling and their being just lights up. Can you reflect back to us? Was there an age when you realized that the flame of passion ignited your love for music? Or was that something that you sensed as something that was always part of you and brought you to that closest sense of who and what you truly were? Um, personally, there was no big revelation. I just always have been very musical. It's always a part of me. So from an, a small child, from getting the pots and pans out of the kitchen cupboard and playing rhythms on the pots and pans and making music out of everything and singing a lot, making up songs. When I was little, when I was my year one teacher, um, often told me that I would um, make up songs and have the boys sing because they wouldn't sing. So I'd write songs that they would like so they would sing. And so um, the, I think it's just always been a part of me. It's, I've never been separated from my music. So it's how it's my expression. It's the it's the light inside of me. Beautiful. What a beautiful way to express that. It's the light inside of me. It's my expression. So did you have a recollection of how your body felt when you picked up your first instrument and played? Um, and is this how you still feel when you pick up your instruments and play and it's and you have such a plethora of instruments <laughs> that you can play and it just feels like anything that you pick up there's that innate um knowing of how to play this which is such a tremendous gift I mean some of us can pick up one or two instruments and play it with some proficiency but you know I've witnessed you pick up so many and just been in in you know, expressions of music where music is being played and then going to the piano and then just playing it through air. So how does your body feel? And is that still the resonance of what you had when you first um, had that knowing of the light within you and that's what got ignited when you played? Um, I just, I, I somehow I just know how to do it. I think, I remember when I was taking piano lessons when I was younger, it wasn't like I had to learn. It was like I had to remember how to do it. How I just Because I don't remember learning to read the notes because it was just as soon as they showed me the notes, I was like, oh, okay, that's what that means. Okay, I can do this now. And, and the same with reading words was the same for me. I just had to remember, oh, I know how to read. And so, true, I could read from a very early age. So um, it was more my my body must somehow know how to do music and just I could pick things up and I'd start can play it as long as I understand how the instrument works and then I can play. So um, is it like an automatic memory that you have? Like do you play by ear? Is it auditory? It's an innate ability, yes. Mm -hmm. I don't remember learning how to do it. So I, I would say it would be an innate gift I've been gifted with the gift of music okay and so when you had teachers um how would they respond or help cultivate that gift that was clearly evident from a very very early age from singing composing um songs for others and engaging others in the expression of sound um well the teachers 
Well, even though I had the gift of music, I still needed to learn structure and theory. There's a lot of, say, the math that goes along with music. So uh, you need to learn. I needed to learn that. I didn't automatically remember about all the chords, although I can play them. I didn't um, have the the mind knowledge of it. I have the heart knowledge of music inside, but the mind knowledge of the theory and all of that, I, I needed to learn. So I got to learn. I'm still learning about that. It's a, something you can always learn. So that more about the structural process as opposed to the intuitive process. Right. That- and I have a, um, I do have a natural physical ability to play things with the correct um like my hand position on the piano they say wow that was really good and you and nobody showed me I just knew how to do that um whereas I teach piano every day and I'm definitely showing children every day so it's not natural to everyone so but um on other instruments I might have to be correcting you know put your shoulders down something like that so it's always good to have teachers, even when you have an innate ability. <laughs> oh, absolutely, because um, it's lovely to have that observation and to... Definitely. Yeah. And people who care about you, so they want you to do really well. And so they want you to be at your best, so they help you. Yes, and it's wonderful being that, you know, part of that infinite um, divine intelligence and part of the infinity because we have that infinite potential to keep growing and expanding in that love and light and being that creative conduit for the divine presence to flow in and through us so um yeah it's beautiful that's what they're doing by teaching you as well that's they may have that's their gift the teaching gift and that's how they express the light by teaching i do that too i'm a teacher as well so Yes. So in your bio, you refer to yourself as a sound catalyst, where Mm -hmm. you use sound and voice to bring the mind, body and spirit into a place and space of deep meditative relaxation. Can you share something with us that demonstrates how we can use sound as a powerful tool to harmonize our whole being just by our surrendered allowance? Okay. So, So what I do is I'll have people come to me. Either they can come to my house for a private session, but I do give group sessions. And so I will have them all uh, lay on the floor, or if they choose to sit up, that they can choose. Um, but totally have them relax. I will relax, go through the whole, start with your toes, all the way up to their head, relax their muscles. And, and then I'll take them to, ask them to go to a beautiful place, and they can choose. Um, like by a mountain or by the lake or by the beach or whatever is beautiful to their, what they like. And then, I, and then after that, I just start playing. I'll start playing my music and they just go into such a deep, lovely space because they are free, their minds are, instead of thinking about what they need to you know, do tomorrow or do later today, they just get lost in the music. And the music is such a good catalyst for that because it, it, it gives your mind something to do. <laughs> it, it's, but, yeah, it, it helps guide you back to you. So um, I don't, it's a lovely thing. Yes, it, uh, um, when you lie down and it just, the music just moves in and through you, it, yeah. it expands the, the 
mind, body, spirit, and it shows you that you're not just your body and it kind of um, it quietens the linear constructs of the mind and so we're not, it embodies us and so it just expands us into that sense of being whole and united and harmonised as we kind of meet ourselves in that place and space. So would you like to share something with us now that gives us that sense of that harmonized embodiment? Sure. Here. Like that, Sandy. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. That was so beautiful. You're just welcome. immediately wanted to close my eyes and um, just... Have a little journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just takes you, um, yeah, outside of, into a different place and space of that expanded being and mm-hmm. and um, just feeling that stillness and calmness arise in the body and... I don't know, it's something like hypnotic and it's like it's calling to something um, greater in the knowing and and it's a calling back home. It just felt very mm. hypnotic. Very centering. Yes. It helps you center. I love hearing the stories of after when people have had their um, sound experience of, of what well, what what just happened? You know, have they had a journey? Some people thought, oh, I felt like I was an eagle and I was flying, and and um, 
thing, you know, different stories that people have. They're really lovely to when they share them with me. Yes, what it activates um, in, you know, in the memory, like cellularly, like when mm. we let go of the constructs of the linear mind and we go into the, the that creative expression and that inspiration, that imagination where, um, yeah, it takes us beyond our ideas of ourselves and, wh- yeah, what's possible and that dreaming space in place. Yeah. Yes, the dreaming space. Yeah. Good. Yeah, beautiful activation. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my body feels really relaxed and, and um, yeah, just I really... I hope everybody's relaxed now. Everybody. Really grounded, really <laughs> grounded. Well, depending where people are... Um, I hope they're not driving. Yeah. <laughs> You can still be relaxed. Just don't do that horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's really, you know, we've always been in in um, sacred scriptures, and we've always been referred back to the celebration of music, to mm-hmm. use sound, use voice, to kind of be part of a ritual process of celebration of, um, you know, the sacred. And right now we are collectively and individually being invited to energetically move away from the old programming of fear and yeah. let go our habitual mental, emotional, reactive patterns of fight, flight and freeze. So how can sound and music support us to dissolve patterns of fear and anxiety, anger, depression, pain, sadness, and loss, and align us with the divine love, light, peace, and joy that lives within us? How can we use sound and music? Um, and what types of sound and music? Because it's clear that it's not all sound and music that connects us and aligns us with um, the divine light and peace and joy and love that resides within us at all times. Hmm. Um, I think one way to do it is just by making sure you experience like what we just had. Because anytime you take yourself away or, or you center yourself where you're not having those fears and you're not having the flight issues and you're not having any of those things coming up on you, you your, your body remembers, oh, you don't need that. I can do this through a centered being. I don't have to have this paranoia or this uh, fear of this or fear of that. I can live and love as a whole being without those things. And so anytime you give yourself the experience, it's like practice. When you practice, it's like practicing being whole. So the more you often that you do your sound healings, and, and you don't have to go. You can do it yourself. Um, if you could just sing yourself, just get into a room and just, it doesn't matter what you sing in the sense that you don't have to have words. You can just, um, you know, belt out noise and just if, just freeze your body. It also helps uh, to sort of align your body with you. So because you have your own personal tones and your own notes inside of you that, um, that work for you everybody's their own i mean even though we are all one you are the you are the expression of one as you (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> only, only you know your notes. Nobody else can say, oh, no, those are the wrong notes for you. The, you have your own notes. So that's why it's best if you just you know, open your mouth and, ah! you know, well, however you want to do it. If it's low, that's good. Um, however, what works for you, that's one way to start. And then another way to um, do, you could purchase instruments yourself. There are lots of instruments that are not hard to play, If um, like bells or chime, like a chime from a, um, a shop, an Indian shop or something like that. Then um, They're easy. You just ting. They ting together and that lovely tones from that. Um, and then uh, how else? Listening to music, classical music um, is very good to listen to, to help center yourself, um, like Mozart. So uh, can you tell us um, what is the difference between, because it's referred back to listening to Mozart and classical music, what is different about the rhythm or the tonality or the vibrational frequency of classic music as opposed to like, you know, listening to the, the standard pop music or rock and roll or, you know, all that kind of stuff. What is the difference with that? And this is a generalization. So you're going to find examples that will not fit this of everything. But in general, classical music is more complex, more pop music is famous for having three chords, the whole song. That's all. Right. Right. (laughs) Pop music is now Uh, written specifically to be played on the radio so they can't be more than three minutes say something like that or um, and they usually have a certain format they follow along and whereas classical music even though there are formats they they're much more complex as as many chords they use you could use 12 chords in a classical piece just depends on how you you know how you write it or how it's flown through you so um, that that would be the main difference, I would say. More com- the complexity and more. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm lost for words. Let me think. More complex, more whole, because they're using many of the more tones and everything mm-hmm. the world offers, not just three chords. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not to say that pop music is bad. It has its place for dancing, for um, it's fun. You know, it can be very fun. Um, but and then like all pop music doesn't have three chords. There are there are, like a lot of many Beatles songs have more than three chords. They're they're a bit more complex than the pop music now. So mm-hmm. and um, so yes, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it's about being discerning because um, mm, yeah. I've noticed that you know, when you're listening to music and there's no words, there's less um, that the mind can grasp hold of and attach to and and um, try and wander off with. So the classical music kind of just leaves that spaciousness mm, to yes. just allow the body to have that whole experience and let the music just move in and through and vibrationally just... Um, like relax and calm and soothe and and ground and take beyond um, the mind and into the body and also even when there's words attached 
it's either um, bringing us back home to the truth of the love and light that we are, or it's more about um, accentuating the pain body and the story of fragmentation and separation and love hurts and, you know, rejection and abandonment and all that kind of stuff, which I find does not um, relax and calm the body. It really kind of um, agitates it because it's contrary to who and what we really are. Mm, it, it, it is, but sometimes those sad love songs are good because it, it may say something that you can't express yourself and then it lets you get that out. Do you understand what I mean? So if you're hearing a sad song and it suddenly you hear the words and you're like, oh, I know exactly what that feels like, and then you can feel it and then be done with it, and then you're... Then you're finished with that feeling <laughs> yes I, I i agree and it's it's the intention it's, no, it's like the anything intention it's a tool it's a tool yeah. like anything else so um when we just kind of use music as a because we can use music as a way to avoid feeling mm. or get lost in wallowing in grief and sadness and all that kind of stuff so it's yeah. a tool like anything else to kind of um and it really does i remember I was listening to the musical Les Miserables and that, and I really liked it. So I was listening to it and listening to it and listening to it. And it was, I had long car drives, so I would put it on in the car. And, um, and I was like, why am I feeling so sad? What's going on? And then I figured out it's because that's such a sad musical. <laughs> that was it. It was influencing my whole, just how I was feeling at the time, not just when I was hearing it, but just outside of hearing it as well. So I de- definitely, you definitely have to watch what you listen or you listen to um, a lot. You know, if you're listening to one thing a lot, it can influence you how you're feeling. Yeah, I remember when everyone was listening to Celine Dion and uh, <laughs> one for Titanic, and it was just, you know, and it was like, wow, this is just like gloom and death and everything. We all know how this story ends. Um, so. You know, and it, I just think it just collectively keeps reconnecting us to that um, that unconscious um, grief and sadness and our own stories of heartbreak and all that kind of stuff. So it can be used as a catalyst to bring our attention to that and allow ourselves to fully feel that and express that. Or otherwise it can... It can um, you know, not be supportive of our our process of of um, openness and allowing for mm. everything to come into the light and the love of the oneness of all that is and just keep us being in that cycle of gloom and doom and grief and, and blah. You have to be aware. Just be aware. It's like what you put inside your body. Um, you know, you'd be aware of what you eat, you know, not too much sugar or some people gluten is bad so you'd, music same with music you have to be aware of what you're putting inside your head and your heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so are there are there vibrational frequencies are there tones like you were referring to our sound of our voice and we know that our voice is the most powerful instrument to bring wholeness and harmonization within our own um, body cellularly uh-huh. So, so just getting up and toning in the morning, is that something that you would recommend for us to kind of align ourselves with 
our love and light within us and our true sound of our hearts? Oh, that, would, that, would, it's, that would be a lovely thing to do. It's, it's like um, sound, like you're shifting things inside you through the sound. And yes, it would be good as long as your rest of your family didn't mind that you did that. Because <laughs> you should do it loudly when you do it. So, What is it about being doing it loud? Um, because if you, well, if you're in a soft mood, you can do it softly. But doing it loud, that's when you're like your full expression. And it, and it also helps the vibration, your body vibrate. It gets your body vibrating as well. Okay, so we're just going to take... You don't have to be shouting loud. It's just, you can't go, ah. You know, you just go, ah. You have to have a nice tone to it. Okay, with that, okay, <laughs> lovelies, it's time for us to take a short break. This is Sandy Goldstone and my guest is Monica McTaggart and you're listening to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone on Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Stay tuned and we'll be back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Sandy Goldstone wants to help you start your true self journey. Sandy works with all issues and ages for individuals, couples, and groups. She is a spiritual teacher and holistic counselor of the Heart's Way in Perth, Australia. It's time to gift yourself with knowing your own lightness of being, beauty, and truth. You can feel relaxed, loving, wise, joyful, and peaceful, whatever your experiences have been or what challenges you are currently facing. Are you ready? Let's do it. Say yes and call or contact Sandy Goldstone in Australia on 011-61420-399-287 or reach out to her on Facebook at Sandy Grace Goldstone and start your true self journey. Right now, Sandy is offering a special gift. Mention the radio show, Sounds of the Heart, and receive a 40% discount on each of your first two 90-minute Skype sessions. That's just $99 to start your true self journey with Sandy Goldstone. For more information or to receive this special offer, email soundsoftheheart at hotmail.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to the sounds of the heart to find out more about our program visit sandy's website at soundsoftheheart.com.au again that's soundsoftheheart.com.au now back to sounds of the heart with sandy goldstone and we are back lovelies with sounds of the heart on the seventh wave channel of voice america and I am your host, Sandy Goldstone, talking with my guest, Monica McTaggart. And as we went to the break, Monica, we were talking about the the value of getting up and toning in the morning and connecting with our sound and um, that being a great healing tool for harmonizing our body, minds and spirits. And 
So can you share how listening to certain music can act as a doorway to us accessing our intuition and the wisdom from the still small voice within? Well, how listening to music. It, well, like we said before, it sort of cent- helps you center yourself. And it has, um, it also enables, different tones enable your body to align with, um, so your body's aligned. It's, it's like entrainment, it, where your, your body aligns with the frequencies that it needs to align to be whole. So, mm-hmm. so with the different tones and, and um, uh, combinations of tones making harmonies. That it helps your body in line and, and to be whole. <laughs> I'm so, go ahead. And what is it about, because, you know, we're told often that to pick up an instrument or listen to music because it gives us access to the right side of our brain. So, and that's where we, you know, our creativity and our intuition and our wisdom lie. So what is it about music or picking up an instrument or even just toning within ourselves hmm. that gives us access to that it's a, it, it's the doorway it's like another language it's a it's a way another way of expressing yourself and maybe somebody is not a, a good speaker but they can play beautiful music and that's how they express themselves or it's just an additional way to express yourself as well mm-hmm because when I was at college, I I would put some dolphin music on and I would use that to support me to write. And I, I found that it took me into a place that took me beyond the mind and into a different place of intelligence and where I could access different um, creative ideas and... Um, ways of expressing. So what is it about music that really unlocks that doorway to access that, do you think? I think it, it has, within music and within even tone, there are um, patterns and frequencies that are universal truths. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that they say that, say, the universal truth of the fifth, the tone of a fifth, with the tonic and the dominant, that would, um, it's kind of like keys that unlock things inside you. you, you you're not even aware they are locked. <laughs> so they help open, helps open up your mind and open up to the universal. Plus, you, if you were listening to dolphins, you would be having, like, um, say, dolphin medicine, and you could, listening to their language, and even if you didn't understand it in your mind, universally you would be understanding what they were saying to you. Absolutely, because we're connected to everything, and that I think that's that's the reminder is that we're not just this limited, you know, um, physical being in this body, but we're connected to the to all life and all forms of it and all the vibrational frequencies of that. So, yes. is music kind of like sacred geometry? Then is it like it is? It's very. I'm, I'm not going to say all music because I don't know that rap music would be sacred geometry. No. <laughs> but but music in its pure tones uh, is definitely sacred geometry. So mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Just in the oral geometry rather than um, visual geometry. 
Okay. So you kind of identified rap music. What What is it about rap music? I mean, it feels discordant to me and the themes and stuff that it's often talking about is um, are, not very, are not harmonious and they're right. about <laughs> fragmentation and separation and, mm. and um, not about unifying and compassion and kindness. In, in general, again, this is generalizations because there are songs that contain rap or rap songs that can be good. There are people who are doing, I would say, good rap, but in general it's not... Uh, not a a good scene for a um, spiritual person. <laughs> so, so is it about the the lyrics, or is it about the the rhythm or the beat of it? I mean, it will be about the lyrics. I would say the rhythms and the beat can be. Um, it depends on what they're using. They could be using really low, freak, dropping really low frequencies, and that may not be good for one's body, but. Um, it would be more the lyrics and what they mean. It's the intention, again, back to the intention. So, like, you can have a good intention rap song, and that it could be good if the intention was good. But if the it's back to the intention. So Yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's about, you know, we're always in that place of what am I choosing to align myself with, right. fear or love or peace and or conflict. Yes, yes, and or anger or whatever. There's lots of angry music out there that it's not wise to listen to because then you become angry. <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we know that. If we think anger, then we feel that in the body. Our, you know, we just become like a duplicate for our thought processes mm. emotionally in the body. And then if we identify that as this is who I am, then we go out and we make that walk and talk according to our script of what that looks like and feels like for us. Um, so how has music and sound supported you to meet difficulties and challenges? Hmm. Well, it's always allowed me and uh, a way to express myself. I, my mother used to say, I always, she always knew when I was upset or something because I would go, by the way, I played the piano. You know, if I had oh, teenage troubles, whatever was going on in my life, I would sit and just play and play and and my mother would say she could always tell if I was, you know, sad or really happy or just by the way I played. So it's a, it's a way of expression. Um, you can also use music to, like, listening, the listening to music. You don't have to play. You can also listen to music to express yourself and let it, let it be. Um, people always have favorite bands and things like that that they that they turn to when they have a certain when they're feeling a certain way. If you're feeling happy, you might want to play happy music. So that's how it it just helps you um, again just be you, be be more of who you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a creative way to express and and to allow the energy and motion to just keep flowing in and through the body through that expression and we can use that through sound we you know that's what children are doing all the time when they're in the playground or yeah. you know, so, sometimes when they're screaming you know mum and dad don't like it and just we don't want the noise to be quiet but they're really finding a way to kind of release that energy and just to create that um, harmonization in the body and we kind of 
lose contact with that because music really is a universal language. It's like what you were saying. Your mum could pick up whether you were sad, whether you felt, you know, exuberant and happy or, you know, you were not so um, happy and all that kind of stuff. Or however I was feeling. Yes, yes. So um, we hear much about Pythagorean tuning forks. What is the use of Pythagorean tuning forks and is it possible to harmonize our minds, bodies and spirits using these? Well, um, if that's your intention, then yes, because it would would have to be if someone, I mean, you could use a tuning fork on someone that they didn't believe or they weren't at the right space to receive it, then it may do nothing for them. But well, at least they think it may do nothing for them. But um, yes, you can. The the different frequencies, they've done research, and certain frequencies seem to help um, different chakras along your body. And they've, they've designated different hertz rates. And I don't know them in my head, I'm sorry, that, um, that uh, will you know, help ground you or help you with your sacral, or help you with your heart, or help you with your crown to help unblock you. So that's what they um, can use the tuning forks for. And the thing about tuning forks is they'll, they will, um, I'm going to say ping them, and then they'll put them right on your body, and then they go right down to the bone, so they do vibrate through your body. Um, and that, it's just different than an exterior instrument, where obviously you're using your ears to hear it, you're not feeling it. With, through your bone, you know, through your structure of your body. Okay, so it's kind of like um, the the pure energy and the sound of that meets the discord and the disharmony and, and what it, feels out of alignment and then it kind of reconfigures that and just kind of allows that to dissolve and reharmonize. Is that what you're saying? Yes, uh-huh. it entrains it into the, the proper the frequency that they've selected for that chakra. Okay. And they've and that would apply universally to all beings. It's like not individual frequencies for each person, but it's it's um being and, but um you have to understand that like we would have no idea really what Pythagoras had because they didn't have any frequency um Devices. I mean, they didn't have any devices to, to, for they, them to know what frequency anything was because that, that didn't get invented till the 1830s. And um, so before then, if somebody said it was an A, it could have been a wide variety of A's. It wasn't just one A or one hertz of being this is A. So um, it would be hard to say that which particular note. It just that uh, people have... Scientists have done research and they think this, you know, so, and then this is what they made their tuning forks to be and then this is how they use it. So there, so one person's body could, it could work differently on one person's body than on another person's body. But it's the intent again. It's the intention and the allowing, the open to receiving. Opening and to receiving. And then also, so when I play, if I were to play a, 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 a chime or a bell, whatever pitch that is, it, it also resonates at 
the octave of that pitch, and then the fifth, and then the fourth, and then so on and so on. So even though you're playing one note, you're also playing many other notes at the same time due to harmonics. Okay. So, have you got so, something there that you can demonstrate that with right yes, now? I, I have some chimes here, but I don't, I don't know if you'll be able to hear the harmonics, but I'll go ahead and play. So... Those were hand chimes. Those were hand chimes? Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, they're hand chimes. They're, um, those particular ones were made in Pennsylvania. Okay, and it, you could hear that really clean and clear crystal-like resonance. And, and yes, I could feel the, the softness of the reverberation and just kind of like the... It just kept ringing through, just keeps moving through the body. The sound waves just keeps just um, just ringing through the body. Just and maybe it's because my, I'm trained, but it sort of automatically calms me. Just sort of makes me yes. feel centered. You know, like, you know, it's very centering to me to, when I play yes. that. Yes, and other people have said that as well. So it it's, it's, takes you to a really good spot. Well, it, for me, it just takes me beyond the sense of being in this physical body. It just kind of yeah. somehow expands me beyond that. And I become one with the sound vibrations and, and everything, you know, our bodies can feel so dense sometimes and we just get lost in that idea of density. And really, we're just energy in motion and everything is vibrational frequency and that's what I can, I can just feel that zzz going through my body and just that expansion <laughs> happening is just kind of really delightful and delicious. That's good. I'll, I'll play a, um, a very low bell now, okay? I do have to stand up to pick it up because it weighs about nine pounds. So bear with me a second. Okay. has a beautiful resonance and a reverberation it kind of reminds me of the you know the buddhist monks when they're calling people to temple 
Yes, with their big giant bells. Yes, yes, that deep, deep resonance that kind of activates the, you know, our lower chakras and grounds us that, into being. That, one, that particularly is a C, so it is your root chakra note. Mm-hmm. The, the notes for the chakras, that is the, the root. Mm-hmm. It should make you feel very grounded. <laughs> yes, it did, and it does. So how can our listeners get in contact with you, Monica, if they're curious about anything that we've discussed about here or they want to kind of um, explore their own journey with their voice? or have sure, other- I, I have a website. It's www dot celestial sounds dot com dot au so and i have a contact little page on there they can send me an email so that i also i'm also on facebook as celestial sounds with monica mctaggart beautiful two ways to get a hold of me beautiful and there's there's lots of um People doing sound healing and sound Mm, meditation. Yes. So if they're wanting to, um, you know, try it out or go and make that a regular practice for themselves to um, ground and be in that place and space and with their own divine light and love and the peace and the joy that's always within us, um, they can, where where would they um, be advised to look? And spiritual contacts or yeah, directories? They, they, um, maybe uh, spiritual shops where they sell the, your, the items like singing bowls or um, just your, your spiritual shops that you, go, that you would go to normally to buy your other things. They may have little signs up about concerts. Uh, maybe online, look up sound healing and then your city, put your city in, see what comes up. I also would suggest that if you go to one and you're like, ooh, that's not quite what I like, um, try another one. Everyone is different. I'm, what I do is way different. I mean, the end product is hopefully the same. Everybody's centered and having in a, in a good space. But um, I, I've attended one before where they're very like about the drums and about the boom, 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 and, and all of that coming out, whereas I – and more well, celestial sounds myself. So, so you might have a drum, but it's not all about the drums um, or about um, here in Australia, we have lots of didge players and I do know that in America they have them as well. Um, so there may be didge where I don't personally have didge because um, I think it's a male thing to do uh, to respect the tribal elders. But um, so if you go to one, and you're like, oh, not my thing. Please try another one or, and see and look around because everybody's doing different things. And it's um, a part of, I don't know, awaking. Take a friend who, who may not normally go to something like that. It would be a good, it's a good thing to do if you're having your friends that are starting to become awake. And um, uh, it's a very gentle way for them to enter their heart space. If they haven't done it before, so lovely, <laughs> lovely. And so, Monica, for our closing, would you share another inspired creation for us to relax our minds and rejuvenate our hearts and free our souls, and allowing for the harmonization of our mind, body, and spirit, and for us to really get a deep embodied sense of our divinity 
and our humanity being harmonized and and aligned. Okay. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> so while Monica is um, preparing that for us, I would just invite you all to just close your eyes if possible where you are and just to really allow the receptivity of the sound and this intuitive creation to just bless us and just really deeply connect us and harmonize our minds, bodies and spirits with our divinity and our humanity. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Sandy. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That was so beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome, Sandy. So thank you, lovelies, for your heart's loving presence and for gifting yourself with this opportunity to use music and sound to lovingly harmonize our hearts, minds and souls with our true divine nature. 
light and love. Next week, my guest will be Claire Sweeney, who will share with us how much we are loved and supported by the angels. Until our hearts join together as one next week, I send you much love and blessings from my heart to yours. May your week be overflowing with all that you are always now. Love, joy and peace. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Sounds of the Heart. Sandy Goldstone invites you to join her again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Connect to your own divine nature in the coming week and explore within.